This is Sylvia from the Lifelong Health and Fitness Conversations podcast, inviting you to tune in for more conversations promoting functional fitness, mental health, wealth, and overall wellness. Join me as I interview experts and practitioners to enrich your life holistically. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I thought I would do a um, kind of a solo episode, but just one on something that um, I was a bit hesitant to about just for a number of reasons, just because I think there's a lot of kind of misinformation or it's um, kind of, um, I guess, a bit of a taboo topic, to be honest, um, just depending on who you talk to um, in regards to kind of plant medicine. Um, and it's kind of a big topic. I, I'm not an expert. I don't know if I'll ever really be an expert in this. This is something that I think people... Um, it can really be helpful in your healing journey. I think, especially if you're kind of stuck, if you're in a place where you're not really like living your best or living your fully there fully, or if you're not present, if you're dealing with mental issues, if you're dealing with physical issues, if you're dealing with both, um, I think this is, you know, plant medicine, whether it be microdosing or macrodosing, can really be beneficial. Um, I don't think it's for everyone. I think. You know, it's not necessarily that you have to do some big macro dose and do this big thing about it and go on like a retreat or something like that. You can if you can afford it and if you're able to. Wonderful. Um, you know, I do think it's kind of mixed results, but I, I do think there's a lot of more research going going into this. And then from personal experience, I know that it's been pretty helpful. Um, also, if you kind of, if you're bipolar, if you're schizophrenic, if you have um, you know, psychosis or something like that, or if you've been diagnosed with that, or even if you suspect it, you know, I, I, I would urge caution. Um, maybe microdosing might be for you, maybe not. Um, and there are some medicines, some plant medicines, and I guess some animal medicines of sorts, you could call it that, that are non-psychedelic as well too. Um, you know, so I'll just talk about what, what I've done, what I've experienced, um, what I can recommend. Um, you know, it is helpful. I, I really do think people should do their research if they can find someone locally, um, especially that will work with them, whether it be an integration coach, whether it be someone just hold space or someone that's kind of been through it before. Um, you know, um, it's also, you know, you can do, just do a microdose. You can do a microdose and you want to make sure this dose properly, whether you get it from, make it yourself, whether you get it from someone, um, you know, to not take too much. And that can also benefit you as well, too. Um, you know, um, I haven't tried, you know, everything out there, but I've tried a variety of different things, either on my own or in a group setting. Um, also, one-on-one, -on -one, I've done that as well, too. You know, there are some non-psychedelic ones that I would recommend. There's one called Hoppe. Um, it's tobacco mixed with um, typically herbs and other stuff. I typically use it in conjunction with Sananga. And how I was kind of taught or shown was to use Sananga, which is another one. And that's made from, I believe, tree barks. And it's basically like eye drops, spicy eye drops, if you want to call it that. Um, and you do that, and then you do Hoppe and... Um, it can be rather intense because the Sananga, especially, it can be rather strong and you'll need, you know, like either um, tissue or paper towels. Um, you can often find people that will do these in group settings and also sometimes one-on-one. -on -one. Um, 
it's typically they do hape and sanaga before ayahuasca or big um plant medicine ceremonies not always um but i think it's a good you know internet clearing and it also can you know has many helpful benefits doing the sanaga and then the hape um and you can also do it just by itself you can do it like i do it probably once or twice a week or so i think it's really clearing it's really grounding it's really energetically you know uplifting at times as well too depending on which one you do um so yeah um but yeah there's also some other ones that are technically non-psychedelic you know combo is technically um k-a-m-b-o is um you know it's from uh poisonous poisonous uh tree frogs and you know it'll basically it causes you know injured clearing and there's purging and stuff like that there's also um kombufo which is where they used uh combo from the uh the poison but then they also use um bufo which is from extracted from a frog and it's a form of dmt it's kind of a more stronger form of dmt more so than ayahuasca um and so that's also a possibility as well too um you know and there's some other ones as well too you know um but for the most part those are the kind of the non-psychedelic ones that i use and i typically use on a regular basis um you know there's other ones as well too there's um you know i have probably the most experience kind of with psilocybin more so with microdosing i i have taken some macro doses and found some benefit but i do find taking micro doses and especially if you um do it properly you know you know on a regular basis like you know do stuff like uh, meditation and you know yoga especially restorative yoga you know some tai chi and qigong um journaling you know also doing some self-care stuff kind of incorporating like if you can um and there's some cheaper affordable options such as um group acupuncture there's student acupuncture clinics as well too typically there's massage you can find student massage clinics as well too um chiropractic you can find at least i use like the joint chiropractic and i find that be helpful um you know also being out in nature and stuff like that and um also follow somewhat of a schedule of sorts with microdosing as well too you know i have known people that have taken it for like several days in a row or for like a month straight but you do want to take breaks whether that be um at least once a week if that be every other day every or you take it for two or three days then take it two or three days off um you know stuff like that and that applies with um you know psilocybin and mushrooms but also other stuff as well too um, the psilocybin and mushrooms it seems to be especially if you're dealing with you know cognitive impairment if you're doing with like brain fog and stuff like that i find find that's helpful i think that in other medicines can also be beneficial of kind of manifestation it can help you know reform different habits it can kind of um you know because especially if you're doing macrodosing but more uh, more so if you're doing macrodosing but not as much with microdosing but you want to kind of have an intention going into especially if you're going to do a individual or group ceremony you know something you want to work on something you want to focus on something you want to heal but also be open to kind of the process and stuff like that as well too and with um 
more legalization opportunities and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, more, you can also do it in kind of a more clinical setting, which might be helpful for some people. You might also want to do it in a more traditional shamanic capacity as well, too. And there's more people that are open and doing that as well. Um, you know, there's other stuff that you can also use as well, too. There's um, salvia, which I haven't really done much of, but can be beneficial for some people. There's mescaline, which you can get from, you know, San Pedro or peyote. Uh, there's iboga, which I don't really have any experience with actually mescaline or iboga. You know, there's um, not necessarily plant medicine, but I think it can be beneficial is high dose or moderate to high dose of ketamine, but also a lower dose as ketamine done through um, typically more places are kind of offering it, but they are kind of picky about how you want to go about it. You typically sometimes have to do counseling and or medication or be on medication to do it. Um, there's also, you can also just do DMT. You can um, use that in a number of different ways as well too. You can um, you can get it from Bufo or you can do it from, from plant extractions as well too. And you can also even microdose with that as well too. Um, but yeah, it's really important that you do, you know, kind of your research, know kind of what you're doing, at least going into it, um, be open and open-minded about it, be open to the process. You know, even though these can be beneficial and helpful, it can be a lot when you do like kind of a, a large dose and stuff like that. So if you can plan some time off, um, you know, be gentle with yourself, be easy with yourself. Um, and you know, it's important to, you know, while you're doing it and afterwards to kind of, you know, um, you know, do self care, like I mentioned before, but there's also some supplements I think that can also enhance it as well too, especially more so the psilocybin, which is what I have the most familiarity with. There is a supplement I take typically, um, not always, but it has lion's mane, um, and some other mushrooms in it. But I also, I think phosphatidylcholine or sarin can also be beneficial and also nice and because it helps increase blood flow but cerebral blood flow and also helps the neuroregenerative um, healing powers of basically psilocybin because I haven't really seen much that can really heal the mind um, as well as psilocybin I think there are other things that can be beneficial and you can use you know different supplements and biohacking and stuff like that but Personally, I haven't really seen as much of a benefit, and it, but it does take time. You know, it does take, it can take months, if not years, of microdosing and doing some macrodoses and stuff like that. Um, if you can work with someone at least at the beginning, you know, so you know what you're kind of doing, and so you can have a safe and set, good setting. Make sure you're doing it in a safe place, whether it be at your place, at whether whether it be a house or an apartment. Or if you're doing it outside, you know, do it in a rather safe location. Um, you don't want to do this stuff when there's people around or, um, you know, just kind of use a little bit of common sense and some um, and, and research into it and be safe and careful about it. But I think, you know, if you're kind of stuck with your healing journey, if you're stuck kind of in life, you want to manifest, you know, better job or career business you know and stuff like that I think can be really beneficial um, I've I think even I typically use isochronic tones and also 
isochronic tones mixed with some subliminals. And I use those when I'm microdosing and typically um, it can put you in a more suggestive state and it can also help with that, I think. But there's also other stuff you can do to change kind of your beliefs and stuff as well too. You can do, you know, other shadow work, you can do EMDR, you can do EFT, um, and other stuff as well too. But um, yeah, uh, that's kind of my, I guess, introduction to kind of plant medicine. I might touch more so on microdosing more so in the future and how I use it and how, you know, I might have a guest on or something like that. I will have some recommended resources. Um, if you can find a local meetup group or someone locally, um, there's also, you know, there's different forums or subreddits, there's other places and places you can go to find this information. Um, just be careful because you really have to kind of filter through and kind of find, um, what is actually, um, you know, beneficial, but what, and what is true and what's factual. And, um, and with plant medicine, it's kind of iffy because people will have all these different kind of opinions and different ways to do it. And sometimes there's a bit of, um, uh, what do I say? Um, people are kind of stuck in their ways, especially if you're kind of a traditionalist and stuff like that. I really think though people should use it in kind of a healing, respectful manner, not like in a way, if you want to, like, you know, if you're partying or going to a rave or something, you know, do that and stuff as well too. Um, I stick to more, you know, natural, natural stuff that's, you know, it's not like chemically, uh, or involves much chemicals, you know, um, so I don't, I can't say much to, you know, ketamine. I think ketamine and, and LSD and some other stuff might be beneficial. Um, I think psilocybin and other stuff is more beneficial though. Um, but that's just kind of my opinion and that's my own perspective. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone enjoys this, you know, check out the recommended resources. I'll, I'll have maybe some supplements and other stuff as well too. You know, if you, um, need help with your health and, or want to collaborate or want to work on, you know, be a guest or want me as a guest on your podcast, feel free to reach out with, it's just my, um, the name of the podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to reach out. Hope you're all doing well. And, um, I'm going to try and put out more regular episodes as well too. So look forward to that.